Start your weekend breakfast with Refilwe Mbakanyane on 702. Let's walk the talk. Let's walk this parenting talk on Weekend Breakfast this morning. She is an author, a speaker, human potential and parenting expert who uh, always gives us, uh, you know, the right information at the right time. Today we're focusing on the fact that school holidays are here and uh, you're probably looking for activities to keep your kids busy at home whilst you wrap up work for the year. Well, good morning, Nikki Bush. Always a pleasure. Trust you well. Good morning, Rufilwe. I'm great. Thank you. Lovely. So I love the fact that you always bring us uh, some lo-fi <laughs> activity suggestions. <laughs> they don't have to cost tons of money. Uh, and just a little bit of uh, creativity is all you need. And today we're focusing on craft-type activities. Uh, first of all, why do kids enjoy them? What's, what's, what are they, what's being engaged when kids <laughs> are engaging in craft activities at home? Well, let me share my favorite story from this week, mm-hmm. which really actually, you know, in preparation for this this topic, you know, it wasn't even connected, but it does connect so beautifully. Yes. I was running a two-hour parenting masterclass for one of my corporate clients, and the host came online on Teams, and uh, we were just chatting, as one does, and I said, you know, do you have any children? And she said, yes, I have an 11-year-old daughter, and she, I said, so what's your daughter's name? And she said, Nicola. So I said, well, actually, my real name is Nicola. Mm. So we got chatting. I said, and where is Nicola right now? Because schools are broken up. And what is Nicola going to be doing for the next two hours while you're online with me? And... uh, Nicola happened to be in the room and I said I'd love to meet her so she came and she poked her face up onto the screen and we had a little conversation and I said Nicola what are you going to do while I'm busy with your mum and she said I don't know and I said I've got an idea and I picked up a piece of paper and I said I want you to get a piece of paper and I want you to fold it in half and then I want you to fold it in half again. In other words, we were folding the piece of paper in half in co- and in quarters. Yes. And I said, you see these fold lines over here? I want you to go and get a pair of scissors. And I want you to cut out little triangles and little curves. And I showed her how to make paper lace. Well, Lovely. she was so excited. And when we finished the two hours... She came back on to show me all the things that she had made. Mm -hmm. And she had been completely engaged doing something she had never known how to do before. Mm -hmm. And she had used stuff that was just around the house, you know, in her mum's office, the paper and the scissors. And that had kept her busy for two hours. So when we say, why do kids enjoy craft-type activities... They're making fun out of nothing. She created something that didn't exist before we had the conversation. And it materialized before her eyes, and she was in control. And so there is magic in creating fun out of nothing. And children today actually find the old-fashioned stuff is kind of like, wow, because... Remember, they've been brought up with boxed games, with adult-directed experiences, um, with lots of prompts. And so this is all quite revealing and quite new. So let's not forget the wow factor when children actually create stuff 
by themselves for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And just regarding the paper lace, a fantastic way to create Christmas uh, decorations <laughs> and keep them busy if you want to direct them a little bit. But I can absolutely relate to what you're saying. The old-fashioned stuff is always so um, engrossing. I mean, I would go to work with my mom back in the day and all I needed was uh, to be left alone on an old-fashioned typewriter, uh, <laughs> one or two pieces of paper, and I'd be fidgeting away and playing away with the tipex, the pens, the sticky, the post-it notes, and I'd be entertained until, yeah. you know, tea time or lunchtime, whatever it was. You were making fun. And all kids need, actually, is some paper, scissors, sharpies, a stapler, a bit of glue. And, and didn't you enjoy using a punch? You know, oh, my punch. goodness. <laughs> and, um, Such a mundane thing, right? Page, you know? And, yeah. and then... If you think about extending that activity, if you give a child a punch, a piece of card, preferably, and some wool or a lace, they can then do lacing activities, mm. you know, and um, making patterns with that punch. But it, it's, if you think about all the things we're talking about, there's a lot of sensory input. So when you, when you push a stapler, when you push a punch, you're getting some response through the nerves and the muscles to the brain, which is another reason why it engages a child, a completely different experience to being on a screen or a smooth tablet screen, you know, where everything, there's not a lot of sensory input. So crafting activities are also valuable, of course, from an educational perspective. We're getting kids to use their creativity, their imagination, and resourcefulness is a really important thing to develop in children. So using waste, mm. like actually when I showed this little girl how to do the paper lace, I actually had a piece of printed paper on my desk because I reuse my, my printed paper. Sure. So if there's a blank side on one side and printed on the other, I don't throw it away. So being resourceful and creating useful things. You know, you were talking about Maybe you could use the paper lace as Christmas decorations, and we'll get on to some of those ideas. But I think ultimately, they're learning how to while away the time and not come and say, I'm bored. And they are very, very proud of themselves for their creations. So there's that I am, I can, I will that permeates these craft activities. And crafts actually... Sometimes you have the free play stuff, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes crafts come with very, um, you know, step-by-step instructions where children have to actually follow the steps in order to get it right. But within that, there's usually that creativity where now I can decorate the um, paper airplane that I just folded with stickers and with cookies and crayons and things like that. So then there's the free play side that comes with something that has order um, and very specific stages and steps. All right. Fantastic. So the benefits there apparent. Uh, thanks for laying those out. Give us some ideas, Nikki, uh, for crafts around the house, especially as you say, parents are wrapping up work for the year and uh, there's still, that's still under the gun, really. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So we've mentioned the paper lace and once the children have made the paper lace, what they can then do is open up that paper lace and put it on another blank piece of paper and color over it and then the shapes they've cut out of the paper lace will appear on the page underneath. And then easy peasy puzzles. You can take 
any magazine picture or print photographs using your computer mm -hmm. and your child can stick them onto an A4 piece of paper and then you can cut that piece of paper up into four if they're only a two-year-old to make a four-piece puzzle. You can cut it into eight pieces. You can cut it into 12 pieces and then they're actually building, say, a puzzle which is a picture of themselves or a picture of the family um, or a picture of the place, a place they know, maybe their house. Mm. So you can easily create puzzles out of nothing. And then here is a lovely entertaining activity to do with paint that children find absolutely amazing. So painting with marbles, marble painting, what you need is a beer box lid. Mm -hmm. And in the bottom of the beer box, you place an A4 piece of paper. You mix up some paint or you buy some pre-mixed uh, finger paint or po uh, poster paint, not finger paint. And you put drops of the paint on the paper and then you pop three or four marbles into this beer tray and then your child literally rolls these marbles around and the marbles do the painting completely fascinating because the picture is going to be different every single time and it's how do i control these marbles to move the paint over the page and children love this it's kind of a bit of a messy play activity but not really Kind of, but not really. I love it. Yes. <laughs> and the mess is all in the beer tray, you know, so it's not all over your table. Um, it's all in the beer tray. And something that's lovely for Christmas, mm -hmm. which, is, which is multifunctional, is to do stained glass biscuits. So this is, this is part cooking and part crafting. Oh, lovely, yeah. Where you create your pastry, your dough, um, and you roll your dough out, and then you create a cutout in the middle of the shape. So say you've made stars because it's Christmas. Then you cut out a shape in the middle, and you crush those hard-boiled sparkle sweets. And you, you put a little handful of that in the middle where the hole is, mm -hmm. and you bake them. And, of course, the sweets melt, and they see through. So you've created an edible biscuit that is very, very festive and Christmassy, and then you, you can use these as ornaments for your tree. So as long as you've created that little hole, you can then thread some ribbon through, and you can use, use these as tree ornaments. And once again, can you imagine how proud your child will be when they've made these beautiful tree ornaments, and of course, on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, they can eat them as well. And finally, a better use for sparkles, because I can never resist <laughs> the urge to chew them as opposed to sucking on them, and it's such a problem. Uh, my poor teeth so yeah I'll, I'll have them on a cookie as opposed to being crunched between my teeth yes. <laughs> I still love a fizz pop I'm not sure about you but I still absolutely adore a fizz pop <laughs> yeah I love I love I don't know if you guys did you ever eat uh, or buy soap sweets uh, at your tuck shop when you were grow, uh, when you were growing what up what is a soap sweet exactly right <laughs> what in the world is a soap sweet I haven't seen them since maybe it was a Durban thing a KZN thing um, in, in the mid late 90s but it would be, it's kind of shaped like a palm olive soap bar and just a nice creamy little sweet, hard sweet in the center. And it had this uh, sweet and, or the sour sort of uh, sugar coating outside, oh. you know, on the outside. Okay. And quite a bit of a, quite a chunky, a bit of a gobstopper it was. And we'd oh, buy we soap I sweets. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantastic stuff. Nikki, of course, you bring us a toe review as per usual. What have you Absolutely. got for us this week? Okay, well, interestingly, we've got Pencil Nose, and okay. Pencil Nose is from Solar Pop, mm -hmm. and can you draw with your nose? This is the question. Oy. So this is a 
hilarious party game. Um, and players use their noses to sketch objects on this see-through plastic screen. So it's a little bit like a tray. It's about 30 centimeters by 30 centimeters. It's a square. It's got handles. And you put these very special glasses on, these pencil nose glasses on, and the, um, the whiteboard marker attaches to the glasses, which is over the, the there's literally a piece that covers your whole nose. And um, you attach this pin to the end of, of your nose, so to speak, and uh, you pick, pick up these cards and you put them into the frame that you're drawing on, and you have to draw with your nose. It's a little bit like 30 seconds, but you're drawing with your nose, and everybody's got to guess what you are drawing. So, oh, so this actually to, needs to be identifiable yes, as a real-life object. Absolutely. Oh, so, um, so it's quite a challenge. I have to say it's like a completely different um, what, a different um, coordination. You know, we talk about eye-hand coordination, eye-foot coordination. Now we have eye-nose coordination, and you've got to draw these objects on the see-through screen using only your nose. And if you're not making sense, there's a little eraser. You can rub it out and start again. But everybody's got to guess. And it's, it's a, um, you could also use these cards for charades. Mm-hmm. You could use, you could decide to change the rules if you wanted to and use your hands to draw. That would be another way of doing it. You know, I love games that can be used in many different ways and repurposed. So this game will take about 20 to 30 minutes, can be played by four to 20 people because you've got to play in teams. And of course, it is fine motor control. It's imagination, it's creativity. This would be suitable for, I'd say, eight years through to adults. Pricing is 300 Rand, and you'll find it the stockists are Toy Kingdom, Hamleys, Checkers, CNA, and Take A Lot. So, this is Pencil Nose by Solar Pop, and this is the South African edition. So, it's got a few things in that are very South African, like the Poor Checker Monument and like the Orange River. So, you know, how would you draw the Orange River? You draw an orange, and then you draw a river. You know, you don't have to draw the Orange River. It's even got load shedding and a vuvuzela. Wow, um, load shedding. <laughs> How would you draw load shedding? Oh my goodness, I have How no idea. Um, I think I would draw um, a light bulb with a big cross through it. <laughs> I, I might draw the Ashcom uh, logo uh, for, for the app. <laughs> the Ashcom logo. Oh yeah, there we go. There's there that, go. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, and there's a zebra and buravos and a baobab and poikikos. But um, I've tried to draw with my nose. And it, it definitely, the more you do it, the better you get. So it is an acquired skill and it's very, very fun. You know, it's hilarious. It's, it's funny and it's going to get laughter. And what do we want during the holiday season? We want laughter because that's what memories are made of. Absolutely. So between Pencil Nose by Solar Pop um, and between making fun out of nothing, you know, get your kids to, to make Christmas decorations with, like you were saying earlier, the stapler and pieces of paper. They can cut those strips to make those paper loops to make those paper chains for the garland that goes over the fireplace or on the doorway. Mm. Um, I think you're going to have an enormous amount of fun this holiday season. Use the slow slow time to really connect with your kids and get your kids to connect with themselves. Fantastic stuff. Nikki, looking forward to our conversation next weekend, but uh, always a treat as per usual. Uh, Sure, speaking of family games and connecting with each other over the festive period, one game I recommend you not play, especially if your family is uh, 
<laughs> let's just say competitive, 30 seconds. That will spoil the festive mood very, very quickly.